following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. You know more worthless trivia than humanly possible. You decide whether you want to be proud or ashamed of that. Think about it while I tell you. You don't know, Jack! Welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... Paul Pascrell, the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. And... Uh, Jen, a.k.a. Tarzana. I'm back. Yay! Yay! And another returning champion. No, I'm not a champion, but uh, hi, Cold Burr, wonderful data monkey here. Cold Burr, who recently swung into my hometown, because he moved here. Yeah. That's weird. Like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> just hey, out of no nowhere is like hey you live where what <laughs> i had no idea where you lived it was just i had an opportunity here in seattle and yeah and things are still things so i yeah. still sucks small, <laughs> anyways small world did you feed him enough bananas i didn't feed him bananas i gave him half of the mozzarella sticks at applebee's yeah <laughs> And they took no pictures together. (laughs) Oh my lord. Why would we need to take pictures? This is an epic meeting. This is an epic meeting. We need to document it. If it was an epic meeting, we'd all be at Momocon. That's a good point. That's a good point. (laughs) Oh, that's right. We already had that. (laughs) Uh, Now you're you're making him feel bad, Paul. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So I'm hoping to go at some point. I just need money. Either way. Welcome to all of our problems and the debt that I have over the three years because of it. But continue. Hmm. <laughs> well, lots to cover this week. There was some very exciting news this week that we will be discussing later about a certain show that ended about a decade ago or so that Yay. is returning. But first, a very meaty episode of Intruder 2 aired. So let's get into it. The Intruder 2 Recap. Intruder 2, Episode 5. Tom laments the loss of Sarah as he travels on the elevator to another part of the ship, while Tom Truder basically lays out his entire evil plan as a classic Bond villain might. He tells him how long he's been searching for him. He tells him that his previous conscious has melded with him and now they have become more powerful and he has also allegedly killed his other version, which implies that Tom Four on the planets did not survive after that comic. And many people cherish that idea. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, a lot of people do. So lots of really interesting conversation going on here. And I really can't do it justice in a recap. So you should just watch it. Well, so let's, let's move along to the plot development here. Yeah. And that is Tom gets off somewhere else in the ship and downloads a certain amount of information somewhere 
people thought it was the gun. It's not into the gun. Uh, people think it might be to the other ship, which is very possible if mm -hmm. Tom can transfer things remotely. All the while, the intruder taunts Tom, goes up to the bridge thinking that's where Tom is going to end up, but he, he doesn't go there. Tom sneaks out of the ship after removing his damaged arm. Like leaving it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and calling intruder, the intruder an asshole, which is awesome. <laughs> Gotta love that adult swim. Gotta love that adult swim. Well, he is indeed an asshole. Very interesting things here. We... Here we have the moment where it's confirmed, not not that some of this stuff hasn't been mentioned by Jason already, actually, but that the intruder fused with Tom once conscious, mm -hmm. and now he's out to make Tom suffer. Right. And he also mentioned that he's looking to absorb this Tom and become even more powerful mm -hmm. because of all of... The entities that this organism has absorbed into itself, the Toms have been the most difficult to deal with. So he expects to become very powerful by absorbing Tom 5. I wonder who said that. Well, I did. Well, you did. So and then, yes, I did say it. Well, I said it in a different way, obviously. Yeah. But um, what well, you, you forgot that... Um, Tom has a built-in jetpack, which is awesome. I love Tom 5 now. <laughs> it's not that I forgot it. It's just not that necessary. <laughs> I think that's awesome. I think that's that's really good. That they yeah, I, I think it might even be a callback to the first intruder when he had to put on a jetpack and he's like, there's got to be an easier way to do this. <laughs> I, hope, I hope that that's a may Maybe. I mean, there's been lots of other callbacks, so I'd, oh. I'd have to figure that that's a strong possibility. Other other key point, too, that we have to mention is that the intruder tracked Tom 5 through the transmission that he had with Tom 4 and Tom 3.5, which leads me to believe that Tom 5 is the upgraded version of Tom 3.5. I always just held the assumptions that one, two, three, three and a half, and five were effectively the same. Canon that's that's what that's what I was going to talk about during this. Was it's kind of it's weird to there, there's two possibilities here. There, there's it's either Tom Four was its own Tom, and that's why he has Flash and D and whatnot. It was completely different, or it went from Tom One all the way to Tom Four. And then Tom 3.5 is a new Tom, and obviously Tom 5 is the upgraded version of Tom 3.5. No, I think, I think it was the other one. Now, what we have to remember is so, that Tom too. stands for Toonami Operations Module. Therefore, it's implied that there could be more than one in existence, and right. obviously there is. So when Tom 2 woke up after the Tom 1 body was consumed by the intruder, it was the same consciousness rebooted an AI was copied over to the next body. Right. And I believe in the case of Tom 4, he would have had the memories of Tom 1, 2, and 3. Right. But and Tom 3.5 is just Tom 3 was still around. Yeah. Right. That's what I that's see that's what three I 3 and 4 about. had to have existed at at the same time as as evidenced by the one 
clip that we that they showed us a long time ago. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm thinking that's like this is still the main Tom. It's just you know because you got to remember Tom two was upgraded to Tom three, so yeah. we have to we we have to say that Tom three and Tom three point five are pretty much the same person, just upgraded a little bit. Yeah, and then Tom five is obviously. The upgraded version of Tom 3.5. So, I mean, that that's that's a good storyline, and it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be good. I, and you know, it's interesting that Jason wouldn't say that Flash and D are. Absorbed. That's good news. Yeah. I like Flash and D. I don't hate Tom Four. People think I hate Tom Four. I don't hate Tom Four. I mean, he still had Tom's personality. He was still charming in his own way. Right. He just had eyes and a mouth, and it made him look really creepy. <laughs> Yeah. But so so okay. We're we're probably never going to see how Tom 4 bit it. But I can only imagine a situation where the intruder is attacking Tom 4. Tom 4 is going at it. The intruder like takes its goopy hand and melts the face right off of <laughs> And, and now you just encourage stuff. so much fan art at that point it's unreal. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. Now we're screwed. <laughs> Make it so, internet. Make it so. But one of my other theories came to pass. It almost seems like it's going to, at least. Um, Tom's flying over to the ship, the other ship. So maybe... It, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't really see them making this so complicated that Tom, like, tricks Tom Truder into blowing up that other ship, and then he comes back to the absolution. I think that would be stupid. So... At this point, I think that pretty much, you know, he's this is going to be Tom's new ship. And whatever he downloaded, I'm hoping is maybe Sarah or something. I don't I, I wouldn't say Sarah. I would say more or less um, blueprints of Sarah. Maybe you, do you understand what I mean? Like, not yeah, maybe like yeah, AI base mean, frame. It would right. be the AI base frame to create a, a something similar to Sarah, but the but the memories and all that would be erased. Right, and and I think that well, Tom has all the memories probably too. So I mean, it's mm. not really re- erasing. Depends so. on if depends on if Sarah and him actually shared that. It was right. never implied that him and the abs- him and the ship had a uh, conscious link like the Toms did. Hmm. Well, you know, who knows? Mm. But It'd be nice. I mean, but, but you would think that. Tom is downloading all the information, including the shows and whatnot, to either himself or, as Sketch mentioned earlier in this, downloading it to the ship. So, you know, it's going to be interesting. And Jason said that that other ship was just some other – was something that the intruder got from killing whoever used that ship before. So, Mm -hmm. So it's it's not even really the intruder ship. It's probably some science vessel that the intruder attacked. Who knows? Who knows? But there are definitely more theories that could spring out of the talkbacks that we got for this week's episode, and there are many. So I'm going to go ahead and rattle some of those off. Go ahead. Uh, First one comes from Fabian, who has managed to send out a message from Darrell's basement. (laughs) I don't know how he does it, but whatever. Hey, cell phone reception is pretty good down there. Oh, by the way, if people are wondering where Jim is at, uh, well, apparently... Uh, that course that he he was taking uh, to uh, get certified 
to be able to teach English in Japan. That that was it, right? Yeah. It turns out that it was uh, actually uh, an undercover organization, and he has been uh, drawn in by the institutes. And oh, Lord. We, who knows when we'll see him again? We'll miss you, Jim. We'll miss you, Jim. This means I might be able to get on more often. Yay. Nope. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hard to keep track of who, what the pecking order is at this point. <laughs> I know I'm on the bottom. I always have been. <laughs> That's uh, what she said. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's get so into this. This from this from Fabian. I feel as though I'm getting conflicting information about Intruder Tom. Does he want to destroy or does he want to take? I believe he wants to destroy, because he doesn't seem to have any inclination to to take anything to take sarah would make sense because sarah was his and now is not well it was sarah and tom won but they didn't really spend that much time together anyway no, that's, that's <laughs> she was introduced in the intruder right however it kind of depends on who is in control here and i'm getting the impression now that it's really the intruder it's not tom truder it's no, no, the no. intruder that has melded consciousness with the memories of Tom One and the information in Tom One. And Tom One is not really in there anymore, is no. the impression that I get. I don't see this even slightly happening to be a case of Tom One's goodness would prevent ultimate disaster here. It's He's gone. He's way gone, and all that's left is anger. And right. it's that's kind of tragic, to be completely honest. Well, and, and it's interesting because if, if people have been following Jason's ask, he also said that um, this intruder, after absorbing Tom 1, started absorbing like more intelligent life forms like Tom. Because mm-hmm. it wanted so much, like we were, we were talking about at the beginning of this, you know. So it's interesting it's for information. Exactly. So I mean, it, it's very interesting to see all this, you know. Well, that together. said, he does want to take something. He wants to absorb Tom Five. Right. That's his clear in, intent. But as for like taking back tsunami, no, no, he, he has no interest in doing that. If he if he had an interest in that, he probably would have kept Sarah. Yeah, exactly. Instead of allegedly destroying her. Which, by the way, do we? I mean, he says he has control of the absolution, but how much control of the absolution does he have? Uh, that's a good question. You know what I mean? Like, how much control do you really have if the ship is completely still down? Mm, yeah. Well, he certainly has to you know, get more. I think when he's saying that he, he's in control of the ship is that nobody can really stop him uh, from, from doing as he pleases in the ship. There's no defenses. Sarah's gone. By the so way. There's nothing to block him out of any of the systems. By the way, he's a quick mother. Yeah, seriously. How did <laughs> like, you get like, all the way to the bridge like that? No, 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 no. Not even that. Like, oh, I damaged your I damaged the door to the engine engine room and i also damaged the uh escape pod so you can't get off how, how what time did you have <laughs> like probably the sludge 
Yeah, seriously. I mean, and I do wonder if maybe some of the intruder goop can separate from, like, they he's he's thrown it at him, but and he's he also made that wall. If could he, yeah, could he pull a migi? Could he separate and yeah, still control con- it? Really? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I I'm I'm guessing we just don't get to see that because that requires money. <laughs> There's some things that we're not seeing that I think we should have. Yeah, like Tom Ford's face getting melted off. (laughs) (laughs) Could see me with the talk. Joshua Knighton writes in, Tom 3 is about to exact revenge, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give him a hand. Oh, wait. Wow. Oh. Don't worry. And Craig on a similar note, and that's how Edward Elric got his automail arm. (laughs) (laughs) No. Wynn redesigned that thing from scratch. Don't be taking that away from her. And by the way, I, I, I'm sure Tom will have a arm pretty soon. <laughs> Actually, it probably was Winnie's grandmother who designed the first one. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, Tom's going to be uh, looking for a new arm. Well, who knows what he'll find at that other ship. I still see him making a heavy plasma cannon. He calls it his boomstick. <laughs> That'd be great. Phantom Star 64 writes in, it seems Tom was downloading something and heading to the other ship. I knew it! Porn. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Porn. <laughs> I can't lose the stash. <laughs> Especially since Sarah's not around. Oh. Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, if they do all the transferring, I mean, where's all the hentai supposed to go? Yeah. <laughs> Into Jarrell's uh, collection. <laughs> I know where I'm going. Mm. A new contender at Ira Dokota. Might be a stretch, but I think Tom's planning to get Sarah back by installing the downloaded system files onto the new ship. Or at least he'll use it to attack the other ship. I think so. I, I actually I think that Tom not only downloaded whatever he downloaded out before he left. But he also set the auto-destruct sequence. <laughs> so I mean, set I mean, us up the bomb. Exactly. And I, and I think that makes sense. E- either that or he downloaded the files in order to do that remotely. So Possibly. Possibly. Ooh, that would be interesting. Yeah. Well, who knows what Tom's going to be able to do over at that other ship. The, the possibilities are vast. I, I'm just going to say it now. Rest in peace, Absolution. <laughs> Yeah, well, Tom goes through more ships than anything else. <laughs> so hopefully, I mean, we'll probably see another Absolution at some point, but right now, rest in peace, Absolution. And where's Darrell to play taps? <laughs> uh, sadly, not here. <sighs> but to more, ta- to more talk back, please. Arthur Mesa on a similar thought. Tom is going to lure the intruder out of his ship and blast it with an arsenal of guns on the absolution. I don't think he's that stupid anymore. I mean, I... There's a lot of things that could happen now that he's going to that other ship. Yeah. I mean, I think that if if the intruder could, like, go out into space, it probably wouldn't have used that ship to get over to the absolution in the first place. Hmm, that's true. No, I think he's actually going to pilot the Absolution over there. Yeah. Or try, or try to. We'll see. And at any rate, he says he's coming for him in the preview. 
And Benjamin Pageon writes in, so after the events of the comics, it looks like Tom Four was killed. I'm fine with this. <laughs> For many other people. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Again, not a bad concept for a Tom. Just do not give Tom eyes and a mouth. But <laughs> but here here's a more inque- important question: Who are we gonna feed Slenderman? <laughs> Don't say his name. Oh shit! <laughs> You're gonna that's die another, now. That's You're gonna joke. die. That's another. Joke. That's that's almost as bad as saying candle. J- <laughs> yep. I stopped myself. Liar. Inuyasha-san87 says the intruder isn't all evil. He killed Tom Four. That's not such a bad thing. <laughs> I guess not. Aww. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> uh, Linda Coates 06 writes in I'm afraid we'll never find out how the intruder integrated Tom Four and the other perceptions. Yeah, we probably won't. Off-screen death. But we don't know if Flash and D are in there. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, for all we know, for all we know, they're going to be on the other ship. <laughs> well, that would be interesting. That would be interesting, but it would I'm cost. pretty sure they can't afford Tom Kenny, though. I, I was going to say that. I was going to be like, I don't think they can spend the money on D's that. D's going to sound a little different. Yeah. But, you know, I, I would think that I don't know. I, I, I would think that... Oh, well, actually, Arthur saying that the Absolution was going to get flown flown over there or the Intruder coming over there, I, I don't think that the Absolution... If Tom is able to get a, get control of that other ship, he can use that EMP to disable the ship again. So, I mean, I don't see this... I don't see him flying it over there. Now, I don't know. If he really has fully control of the ship... Uh, we might see Tom get fucked up really quickly. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. At Kid Flash, BDN writes in, Great Intruder 2 this week. Rest in peace, Tom 4. And what was that thing at the beginning of the episode? I'm not sure what you mean. I, I think you're referring to the run like hell thing <laughs> at the start of each segment, which is a don't smoke message. <laughs> smoke i mean don't smoke are you not not smoking yet (laughs) don't make me find that clip again sketch and uh tom four's greatest fan uu brotherhood writes in my theory was on point and not a shot that that bitch ass intruder killed my boy tom four tom four would whoop his ass oh kind of hard to whoop something that doesn't have theoretical ass (laughs) true I mean, not to mention that the, the intruder possesses way more abilities than Tom Four probably did. Now, you, you, I, I appreciate your enthusiasm, but we have confirmed that Tom Four is dead. Well, okay, it's heavily implied that Tom Four is dead. Right. Heavily he implied could... that Tom Four is dead. He's either inside the intruder or he's scrapped. Yeah. Yeah. Either way. So put up your morals <laughs> and your. I love sketch. Either way, whatever. he's dead he's dead Jim Hmm. we got an email from Arturelia another good episode I will admit I haven't seen all of the first intruder just skipped around but most of the predictions that you mentioned are now coming to life Mm -hmm. and we see that the first Tom has turned to the dark side as far as Sarah being dead well maybe she's not who knows 
So far, it's been getting better and better, and I think we will soon see something awesome along the way. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I think, think we so are already there. I think so, too. Um, the one thing that's interesting, if you guys go back to uh, episode one, where um, Sarah, where Tom asked Sarah about the weapons on the other ship, it's interesting to note that she, she just before she said about the weapons, like, it's it switched to some, you know, the EMP was powering up and everything. Um she never said if the if the weapons were still active on that other ship. So my thought process is that's definitely still active, and I think that he's gonna he's gonna be doing some damage to the absolution, if not blowing it up itself. Which I, I I'm pretty sure that's what's gonna happen, or at least I think it's gonna happen. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because because he's blown off he's blown off a piece of the absolution before to get rid of the intruder. Why not blow the whole ship up to destroy the intruder? We um, haven't tried that yet. You have to remember, yeah. though, at the end of the Tom 4 video, he was destroyed, but as long as that goop still remains, you'd be talking something similar like Majin Buu at this point. You'd need, like, the equivalent of a black hole. Yeah. Hey, maybe that thing is a black hole generator. That would be, be helpful. <laughs> oh, that's oddly convenient. Yeah. Well, but I have, I have one talk back from Facebook. Just- Nothing that says that there can't be a black hole generator. It's true. All right, go ahead and read the one from Facebook. All right, this is from uh, Brandon Coleman. He said, I'm hyped for the upcoming fight and all of them. I'm guessing he means all of the shows coming up. And he said, next weekend is going to be awesome. So, all right, let's see. So, uh, whatever happens with Intruder 2, you know, I really am excited to see this and you know, I'm just, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that Tom just blows the shit out of him. <laughs> but we'll he needs see. to die. Yeah. And I think Tom's pissed off enough that he has some kind of plan that the intruder doesn't know about. So we'll see. Mm, I hope so, because so far, nothing's been working. Yeah, and... I, I do like the callback. He's like, you thought blowing off your engine would destroy me. Yeah. <laughs> No, he just wanted to get rid of you. <laughs> and our last talk back, this from Rob Barracuda. Am I the only one disappointed that Tom Truder isn't hosting Toonami this week? He's on the bridge, so why not? I, you know, I was I was waiting. I was waiting for, like, Tom to be, like, <laughs> some, just to say something. Like, that That would have been funny. But I guess they did that, yeah. though. I'd like, to resur- I'd like him to resurrect New Year's Evil. <laughs> I I am a little disappointed that we didn't have him hosting the bumps and they probably never will have him host the bumps but if you think about it if if there is indeed the case that Tom one is really not in there anymore there's no desire yeah. to host the block that's true and it's just running on autopilot and you know, everything's fried anyway so yeah, but as perhaps out of character as it, it might have been, it was like, mm, um, you know, it's been a while, but uh, hey, DBZ still on. <laughs> uh, catch a comic got killed next. Nah, it just doesn't feel right. Nah, I'm going to blow this shit up. Yeah, it it would have been delightfully corny, but I, I don't. Yeah, no. But I am disappointed that they didn't do something with that. So some kind of indication is like, oh yeah, this is like broadcasting a cartoon block. 
you would think that he would want to absorb that at least because you know <laughs> you know that's got some information to it as well so yes i'm sure it's very important to absorb an episode of a comic get killed <laughs> hey hey he may have some things that he wants to do in his spare time okay and we're back to Tom's porn stash. Exactly. <laughs> All right, that that does it. And honestly, this episode might be my favorite so far because it was so meaty with story details. It was a information dump by all intents and purposes, but just the conversation that he was having with Tom was so good, and also him taunting Tom. It's like, Tom, where are you? <laughs> I know what you're going to do before you do it. <laughs> and Tom Five's like, oh, do you now? Well, I'm leaving the ship, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, like, oh, you left the ship? I did not plan on that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hmm. Well, I'm coming for you. So to find out what Tom does in this terrible situation and how the intruder reacts you will want to tune in for the final two segments of intruder 2 in the coming weeks and if you've missed any of the episodes which which some of you apparently have um you can go to youtube.com slash tsunami faithful channel and we have all the episodes up the first playlist on that channel is the intruder 2 episode guide so you can watch all the episodes there and just keep watching until you know, <laughs> the next episode gets uploaded. <laughs> you can also find them on Toonami.com. Eh, who cares about that? <laughs> anyway. Turner? Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's like, look, I understand that you want people to watch the videos on your YouTube, but it would be of more value to Toonami for people to actually watch them on the Toonami website. Nah, that's all right. <laughs> well, we know where your priorities are. Love you, Turner. But and now, we move along to the Yakami Got Killed recap. And as Darrell is not here, I guess I'll do it myself. Kamiga Kill, episode 15, Kill the Religion. Lubbock asks Tatsumi why he teleported Esdeath back to the mainland instead of leaving her on the island. However, Najinda responds that Esdeath would have escaped the island either way before revealing that she knows her personality. Meanwhile, Wave confronts Seriyu about murdering three bandits who were suspected Night Raid members. She brushes him off. Wave remarks that the capital has become very twisted, but he still maintains his loyalty as a soldier. Nagenda tells Night Raid about the Path of Peace. It is a religious organization that happened to be inciting a religious insurrection. The Revolutionary Army and an allied tribe will launch attacks against the capital simultaneously to the Path of Peace's uprising. Nagenda assigns Night Raid to assassinate Boric. Really, you can't come up with a name that's not so close to Bo. Sheesh. <laughs> Boric is the advisor to the Path of Peace's founder. He is also a spy for the Prime Minister. 
Boric is drugging several of the religious organization's followers into obedience. Nagenda also instructs Night Raid to take out the Jaegers, especially Kurame and Bulls, who will undoubtedly respond. Akame begins expressing her doubts about battling Kurame the next day, and mine comforts her. Meanwhile, Esdeath splits the Jaegers into two teams. She will attack Nagenda with Seryu and Ron. Wave and Kurame and Bulls will pursue Akame. Wave's team arrives at a canyon where Mine fires at Kurame, but Kurame dodges the shot. The scarecrow that stopped them in the middle of the road turns out to be Suzuno, who knocks Wave away. And this leaves Kurame and Bulls to be confronted by the entire Night Raid team. It seems Nagenda had actually sent some kind of decoy, which Esdeath is currently searching for. Kurame activates her imperial arm, known as Yatsufusa. This brings forth the last eight victims of the blade as Kurame's puppets. Among those summoned is a gigantic danger beast. Night Raid prepares to battle. Finally. Yep, we're finally getting to another Jaegers versus the... Well, I guess technically this would be the first real battle between the Jaegers and Night Raid. Even All previous uh, experiences were kind of... They weren't really the Jaegers yet. Uh, oh, yeah, and uh, apparently... Uh, <laughs> in order to draw attention to themselves, they... Must wear yeah. bikinis. Yeah, wear, wear bikinis and uh, chill Is out at the at the edge of the water and you know have have yourself a nice time <laughs> got my attention yeah i'm sure that it did <laughs> i'm sure that it did oh my gosh in the first conversation that they were having at the like the breakfast table <laughs> oh that 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 was great because uh lovick was really mad that tatsumi was spending all that time with Esdeath, and he's like, yes, I'm sure it was absolutely terrible. <laughs> and, yeah. Esdeath and Tatsumi for life. <laughs> but Leona is like, why don't you just forget about that awful woman and presses his head into her breasts. <laughs> so there are several instances in this episode when Lovick is like, dang it, Tatsumi, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much, Tatsumi. Lubbock's like the insert R personality character. <laughs> Lubbock is the viewer going, this is some bull. Like, seriously, people get mad about Kirito being everyone's favorite guy in Sword Art Online. You know, he was just nice to everybody. But Tatsumi is like, he... Tatsumi doesn't getting... do shit. Tatsumi does Tats... not do shit. Tatsumi has women throwing themselves at him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He doesn't even know what to do either. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. The plan is to use the religious uprising to their advantage. Even though Tatsumi initially protested that, he realizes that a lot more good will be done, even if a lot of people die in this situation, if they manage to use the opportunity to kill the minister. And Tatsumi is also assigned to kill Boric. Not sure when that they're gonna get around to that and get yeah. about four or five episodes then i'm assuming that other guy will jump in declaring himself to be the new big baddie and throw the whole thing off kilter as they already have 
This ain't kill a kill. <laughs> and I don't. It, 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 it's it's not kill a kill. Kill a kill had some better action. Yeah. You know what? You know what? We are gonna have you on a pod. We're gonna have you on an episode, and you and CJ are gonna go at it. <laughs> and then okay. we'll we'll see what if happens. If I could say anything pro a comic a kill is that the action sequences have been really good. Yeah, they have. No, I'll admit they're good, but you're comparing just the raw action sequences. I'd give Kill a Kill the better props. Oh God. Well, Kill a Kill definitely has better animation. Yeah, <laughs> or more more fluid animation, anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, a comic a kill looks really sharp, all things considered. Well, let's see what everybody else had to say. Uh, oh yeah, and Chelsea is uh, admitting her feelings for Tatsumi also because. <sighs> Why the hell not? Everyone <laughs> loves him. Everybody loves Tatsumi. Well, that's just the way it goes. And let's move on to the talk bags. CJ writes in, that little diatribe in A Coming a Kill reminds me of the Hunter Hunter episodes during the Chimera Ants arc. Hmm. I, I see the comparison. None of the rest of you know. Nope. <laughs> nope. But maybe some of the listeners do. <laughs> Gamer for Life, one, two, three, writes in, try to casually draw attention to yourself. Everyone in their bikinis! <laughs> That's a very casual way to draw attention to yourself. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's like uh, two... Well, one of them's pretty attractive, the other one I don't know, and they're, uh, they're, they're wearing bikinis and they have weapons. Should we report this? Yeah. <laughs> yes, but when they're done. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Fat, 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 fat. Jefferson Craig writes in, Look, guys, the beach episode is in every anime's contract forever and ever. It was bound to happen. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Probably was. <laughs> Tatsumi, tell us which bikini is better. <laughs> we don't want to know your thoughts, Lubbock. We already know what it'll be. <laughs> yes. Fair and unbiased. They're they're both fantastic. <laughs> Master of the Arts writes in, Wave got bambinoed. Hopefully somebody gets that reference. Yeah. I mean, there were also people saying, like, wait, blast it off again. I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> Whoever said that, it was probably Gamer for Life 123. By the way, Gamer for Life 123, too many talkbacks. Yes. I'll read some of them when they're good, but you really, really fill the feed. And Lord of the Suplex, Lord Terminal, writes in, How many of Night Raid will die? Do you think will die? If this show is smart, Kurame, hopefully none, or I'll rant again. Oh, so we want you to rant. Okay, we'll kill everybody. Yeah. Well, if you consider that most of the people have gotten backstories outside of Nagami's sister and... Well, I don't remember now. Like, yeah. m- most of the people that are... like, Oh, and uh, Leone, technically. Uh, yeah, so Bulls could die. Lubba could die. Mine could die. Mine's on the lower end of the chance, though. Cause hers yeah, yeah mine, mine's definitely on the lower end of the chance. It's probably Bulls and Lubbock Wouldn't who are going to die in this, in this instance, maybe. I don't know. 
Well, Probably given the way the show acts, once you get a backstory, you're pretty much dead with the next episode or two, so I mean, chances <laughs> are high for those two guys. Yeah, yeah de definitely death flags for bulls in particular. Yep. You're going to miss your bulls. <laughs> and Allison... I laughed when I read this initially. <laughs> Akame and Kurame do look alike, but they want to kill each other. Not like those other light novel anime twins who want to bang each other. Twincest. She apparently was talking about the characters from Dorarara. Here I thought she might have been talking about uh, the Irregular Magic High School, but I guess they're not necessarily twins. But they are siblings. Yep, good thing that show didn't get a dub. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, obviously, it would air on Toonami. <laughs> yeah, that does it for the talkbacks. So this was uh, definitely a uh, build-up episode of A Comic Got Kill. We were setting up the next major situation. Switching up the order a little bit from usual, we are going to move along to the Parasite episode talkback. I'm liking this show. I'm really liking the way the show's going at this you got to know, know, Lisa, we are getting just to be humans. We are absolute predator. We do not even have a thing. And that means maybe they're not sending for watching us. Thinking that Sunday we will be dead. Parasite, episode 8 Freezing Points. Now that Shinichi's back in Tokyo, uh, his friends and his father seem to become very weary of his uh, lack of emotion and the odd behavior that he is currently displaying. Now, Ryoko Tamiya has sent another parasite, who is going by Hideo Shimada, in order to keep an eye on Shinichi. And he's going about this by befriending him at school. And even though Migi and Shinichi don't really believe that he's on the up and up, he's, he's certainly attempting to look that way. And a side plot in this episode, Kana is definitely falling for Shinichi. She likes bad boys. <laughs> because she has this sort of uh, psychic, telepathic ability to sense Shinichi... But the truth is she can sense the parasites, and that is something that is very dangerous, and Shinichi tries to warn her not to do it anymore, but I kind of get the feeling she's not going to listen. Nope, she's not going to listen. So she's already tipped off Shimada that she has this ability, and he's determined that she's a little too perceptive. So that could turn south, but Shimada has said that he will not kill anybody in Shinichi's immediate circle. He's even said that he allegedly is not eating people anymore, but we see by the end of the episode, that is not true. Nope. Lies. <laughs> oh, no. All lies. Nice. No, he's quite good at being deceptive, and he's making for an interesting uh, antagonist to throw into the mix here. We have a whole lot of instances of Shinichi having really, really bad timing. Yes. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yep. And he's trying to show Murano that he's still the same guy, but that's not really working out. 
he goes to save a, a a puppy that's been hit by a car and it's still in the middle of the street. He just walks out into the middle of the street, picks up the puppy, and then takes him over to the nearby park, which we've seen before. And he holds it until he's sure that it's dead. And Murano's thinking, oh, I guess you're not really different. And this is the same Shinichi I remember. And then he straight up drops the dog in the dumpster. Oh, uh, I could have killed him right there. <laughs> oh, man. I almost uh, slept through my TV screen. And for the life of him, he can't seem to understand why she's offended. And then Migi informs him that that's the kind of thing that Migi would do. And Shinichi's like, oh, snap. Uh, that, whoa. But he's still kind of conflicted with this situation because his brain chemistry has changed so much right. that he still doesn't quite get why it's offensive, but he buries the dog underneath the tree thinking, oh, well, this will allow the nutrients to go into the tree in the circle of life, blah, blah, blah. And this is, you know, this is a good use of the dead animal. And if he had just done that in the first place, that he, he wouldn't have ticked off Murano so much and freaked her out. But he still can't quite grasp why it's a problem. <laughs> and that's unnerving, to say the least. And later, when he's talking to his father, his, his father admits to him that he, he seems very cold, like a metal shell. And you know, this whole time, Shinichi does feel like it's wrong that he can't feel those kinds of feelings anymore. Like, he just doesn't know how to deal with the situation. So he feels bad that he can't feel. Yeah, his first instinct is to act like Migi would. But then yeah. he knows the difference, and he tries to correct it afterwards. Right. Yeah. He's just really confused in that area. He doesn't understand what's going on. His his whole sense of morality is really out of whack from prior encounters. Oh, yeah, and he can take bullies now, obviously. So <laughs> People, <laughs> that punk who uh, was with Kana and doesn't seem to like that she's interested in Shinichi tries to get at Shinichi, but Shinichi's all like, you know, you, you really shouldn't do this. <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah, I beat your ass last time. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to go the same. <laughs> Which, of course, is when Murano comes along. It's like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Nothing happened. Here's your shoe back. No reason. <laughs> what about when she was uh, walking down the street and... Yeah. Uh, She's like, and what, what was her name? I can't remember what her name was. Anna? Yeah, she's like, oh, take me to the train station. He's like, okay, oh. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's worst luck for Shinichi to this episode. is just, It's just no good. How many girls want him now? Two. Yeah, just, just no. Well, no, no. there's some of the classmates, too. No, yeah. no, nah. some of the classmates admitted, too. Well, they find him attractive, but they weren't going after him. Yeah. Well, now they find him attractive. Well, yeah, that's exactly. That's She's got the eyes and hair cut. Yeah. The new hair. <laughs> Again, they really did well on the character at this point for, Shin for Shinichi. Getting yeah, killed absolutely. and then having Migi's, you know, less than intelligent cells throughout his body powering him up. It's like, I'm beginning to like where this is going and I want to see more. Yes, it's, it's mm -hmm. a very, very good show. And we're, we're kind of in the meat of when it gets really good. Yay. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to watching more of the dub. 
because again, I've already seen the show. <laughs> Lucky <laughs> cheater. <laughs> Hey, man, I just watch whatever I want. I don't care. <laughs> if I have a really good inclination that Toonami's probably going to air it, I, I might wait. But, like, I'm not waiting on One Punch Man. I'm not waiting on Gundam. Forget it. <laughs> I want to watch those now. <laughs> but nobody's going to stop me. Right. Except for if my internet is down. Then then I will or, be stopped. Or Skype. Skype interrupts everything. <laughs> Well, yeah, Skype interrupting things could be a problem because I actually watched those two particular shows with Duelist. Like, we watch them at the same time on Daisuke. And we talk, we, like, do commentary on it as we're watching it over Skype. And that's, it's fun. I like, it sounds I like, like fun. Do it. I enjoy it. Handful of talkbacks this week. Benjamin Pajon writes in, Timing is not Shinichi's friend tonight. Not at no, all. Not. Nope. Not at all. Lemuel Nathan writes in, didn't think Shinichi would start losing his humanity that quickly. That puppy scene was hilarious and messed up. It was not hilarious at all. It was It was just messed up. It was yes. messed up. <laughs> Rob Barracuda writes in, a hunk of dog-shaped meat. I think Shinichi just wrote Death Clock's newest single. <laughs> I would see that. And Joshua Knighton, you a funny man, but this is morbid. <laughs> As always, help control the pet carcass population. Have your pets thrown into the garbage can upon death. That is so horrible. That is so no, horrible. No, just no. Josh, Peter called. Peter called. Oh, Lord. And Austin Guest writes in, you are Shinichi Yuzumi, right? I'm afraid not. You see, I'm really... John C. <laughs> I'm glad I don't watch Raw anymore. <laughs> I'm glad I never did. Oh. <laughs> okay, then. Yep. That was good, though. And that does it for our Parasite Talkback. We uh, clearly are starting a new storyline in what's going on here, and it's getting pretty juicy. Now let's talk about the rest of what aired on Toonami this week. Good stuff uh, all around. We had the penultimate episode of Michiko and Hachin. Or should we say, like, uh, the Deadbeat Dad episode? <laughs> oh, look, yeah, it's this, this was a night of Deadbeat Dads, wasn't it? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So some talkbacks in that regard. Benjamin Pajon writes in, Dang, Satoshi was kind of an ass, but he didn't deserve to die like that. Mm. Yeah, he That's did. what you get when you're in that business. Yeah, you're in that business, you're gonna get got. <laughs> <laughs> and Japheth N. Craig says, Nothing screams deadbeat dad like seeing your little girl on the street in a new dangerous town and walking away. <laughs> Hiroshi, oh. dad of the year. Yes, he is. And Allison writes in regarding One Piece, it's Roy Mustang. I mean, it's Ace. Yay, Ace is back. He does sound like Roy Mustang. I generally like Travis is uh, Travis's performances, but I don't know. I feel like he's a little too deep for Ace. But I guess I'm basing that off the Japanese voice, which I shouldn't do. Probably. But, not. but always a good performance. 
And Blatch Zero writes in, If what I've heard about this episode of One Piece is true, then I'm psyched to follow the plot for years to come. Yes, that was a pinnacle episode of One Piece that you really should watch if you haven't. So you should go on adultswim.com and watch it. Then wait for a really long time unless you're going to watch the subs. It's going <laughs> to take a long time. To yeah, what, two years to go through Water 7? You won't be seeing what happens next in that story thread for like 100 episodes. <laughs> so Something like 90 episodes. So, so there's that. But it was a very important episode and you should watch it. It was good. Because now we got got ourselves a nice little short filler arc. Oh boy. Because we just love filler. <laughs> it's like, look, Jason and Gail, I know you like to make fun of people who complain about filler, but these shows have lots of unimportant side stories that you could not air and it would be fine. Exactly. <laughs> Once a week, these take forever and a day to get through. Yeah. So, uh, looking forward to uh, six months of Naruto Shippuden that's not canon. <laughs> I always have Pervy Sage. Yeah, it's it's nice to see him back. <laughs> What's with that one frog in that episode? Uh, God. Once I, I realized say... they were using the connotation he with the frog, I'm just like, oh, dear lord. Fabulous. <laughs> Which what the frog was. It was being fabulous. Yes, exactly. <laughs> totally fabulous. And we got another music video this week. This time it was from Run the Jewels. All right, all right, all right, all right. I think it's time we need to get into the news. We, we all know we want to talk about this. I know Colt wants to talk about this. Well, that takes care of the miscellaneous talkbacks for another wonderful night of Tsunami. Looking forward to the next night of a full lineup and then a couple of uh, marathons. We live the Goku Frieza fight for the majority of it. Yes. that'll be good and uh well it's it's not the one piece marathon that i would have liked but the one piece marathon that i would have liked is currently streaming on adultswim.com right they're going through the cp9 fights Woo! and by the time this episode is out it's probably over but <laughs> by chance this episode is out before friday <coughs> go go on adultswim.com and watch some one piece I mean, we promote it on the Twitter and everything, but it, it doesn't hurt. On the Twitters. And with that, we'll finally get into the news. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. the first item on our news this week they're moving right along with the english dub of mobile suit gundam iron-blooded orphans the first english cast member was announced via the gundam info facebook it will be kyle mccarley voicing mikazuki august that's the the little guy who pilots the gundam sweet this guy, uh, he hasn't done a whole lot from what I've seen. 
he plays a character on Durarara X2 and uh, a character on Alt Noah Zero and a few other things. So he's relatively new from the looks of it, at least to anime. And uh, what can I say? I'm a little surprised to stop Bryce. Because <laughs> Bryce gets to play all the leads now, right? <laughs> well, you know, it's also it's also them doing the dub. So, you know. Yeah. Well, it's getting done at Bang Zoom. Right. So, and, you know, maybe Bryce is a different character, though. Uh, very likely. There's too many young characters in there for Bryce not to be in that Right, show. right, exactly. So, Not that Bryce isn't quite busy with other things. Uh, he's actually in Miraculous Ladybug and Cat Noir as Cat Noir, the sort of uh, male lead of that show, though it's a female-led show. Right. And that is well, on Nickelodeon. <laughs> right. Well, it's well, a French show. It's it's not like well, it's like a French Japanese co-production. It's complicated. Yeah, that's complicated. <laughs> well, and, and you know, the the reason why we're mentioning this, if anybody's questioning us, well, we have a feeling that Gundam, that this Gundam series especially is going to be showing up on Toonami, at least the English dub. So, obviously the English dub, but you know, we don't know that for sure. Um, we're, we're hoping. hoping. Yeah, we're hoping. I mean. Look, Jason and Gil went over to Japan, okay? They did that for a reason. I don't think it would be for any other reason than this. So, Oh, there could be a it, number it of other reasons. see the wonderful sights, you know, look at everything else, you know, relax. Mm, no, together. no, Jason and Gil didn't go on a vacation together. No, no, not at all. Unless I, they need to tell their wives something. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jason. <laughs> Sketch was the one that said that, by the way. <laughs> you know, Jason and Gil love me. Don't even worry about it. We'll see if you make it to the next Momocon. <laughs> <laughs> well, that it depends entirely upon my ability to get there. You better go. Yeah, that's true. But... Well, yeah. Well, they are definitely moving along quickly with the uh, with this Gundam dub. They they say they're going to announce more people daily. I think they said daily, actually. So it won't be long before we have more news on that front. Yep. So, yeah, they're definitely working on it. And I don't know. They usually don't announce a cast until after some recording has been done. Right. That That's usually how it works, at least with anime dubs. So, man, Bang Zoom has been busy this year. Yes, they have. <laughs> very, very busy. They've had quite a few projects over the past year or so but to the big news oh and what a big news it is all right all right there's a lot of things that we could guess yeah there is a lot of things that we could predict coming to tsunami yeah um was right no one would have guessed this one yeah needless to say we still don't know jack no no and Suddenly announced last week, Samurai Jack will return in 2016 with new episodes done by Genndy Tartakovsky for Adult Swim on Toonami. With oh, no, no. original team, too, I believe. And, and here's, here's the thing that should blow everybody's mind, and it still is blowing my mind. Cartoon Network Studios 
is doing this for Adult Swim. Take that in. Take that in for a second. Cartoon Network Studios is making this show for Adult Swim. That should blow your mind right there. Well, it doesn't exactly blow my mind because if you didn't know, Black Dynamite Season 2 was actually done at Cartoon Network Studios. Oh, really? Yeah, because it was costing way too much to do overseas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, there you go. Well, I, I mean, it's still, though, I mean, that that's kind of – that is – Yay. You don't expect that. Like, you don't really expect to see that. And Jason had answered last night on this ask that Adult Swim is producing this. So, guess what? Put it in the library. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Oh, and you were all kind of underwhelmed by Samurai Jack coming back to Toonami the other year. It was like, oh, that's I nice. Was, Reruns of Samurai as, Jack. I was Jack happy as hell. I was <laughs> happy as hell. I just didn't like it. They put him at four in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that that was unfortunate. I I still very much believe they should have put it on at like two. Exactly. I figured at the three. Time. I, I figured three o'clock, put it right at the beginning of the rerun arc. Yeah, right right at the beginning of the reruns. Well, now you know why Samurai J- the the old Samurai Jack series is still around. <laughs> the Cartoon Network doesn't want to and, and throw appar- it away because they actually still sell DVDs. Well, no, 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 no. Apparently they've been sitting on this announcement for a while, according to Jason, too. So, Wow, they've been sitting on it for a while. Yeah, so I mean that's and they're already showing the teaser on air. They they showed the teaser during Toonami this week. So I was projecting fall, which I thought was actually a really reasonable expectation. But I, may, I maybe summer. Either, I figure it's either going to be summer or fall because it's it's probably going to be either after Parasite or potentially depending on the show what replaces. Michiko, maybe. Oh, Depends on if it's 26 or if it's Colt. 2. Colt, stop. We all know where this show is going to be at. Okay. 11.30, baby! Exactly. No. No. I, know, I know you're against this, and I, and I know that you're, you're saying, you know, this isn't going to happen, but dude, you're talking about a show produced by Adult Swim. It's going to be up front. You don't put that at 12.30 exactly. on a Saturday. They don't even put their own originals at 12.30 on like sunday anymore exactly they always run them before that I well they, they play the originals but they don't play the new ones i i, don't, I, I, look, I lots of people don't. would say well they can't possibly do better than dbz after family guys like but here's the thing they own samurai jack exactly they're, they're spending a ton of money turner is spending a ton of money to produce new samurai jack episodes where better to put that than between Family Guy and DBZ Kai? And put it on the only block that actually did it justice. There you go. I just I, I I would I would be shocked if it doesn't get them eleven thirty back. I, I would I be shocked. You heard it here. That's the best. You know, I would be even more shocked if they and I don't think they would do this because they didn't they never did it with bleach, but I would be shocked if they took dbz and moved it down just for samurai i feel like they're gonna want to keep dbz at midnight that doesn't mean nothing can air before it exactly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because people are creatures of habit you want to leave dbz where it is because that's where people expect to see it now i've been talking about this on twitter and yes the words came out of my mouth and i will repeat those words samurai jack just saved tsunami 
And let me let me explain. Let me explain so that people understand, because I explained it on Twitter to uh, UU Brotherhood. I'll explain it here. One thing that I've been saying all along, and Sketch, you've been on this podcast for a while. You you can, can attest to this. In order for Toonami to survive, I've been saying that Toonami needed to get American action back in some way, fashion, or form. That's the reason why we're we're pushing so hard to get Cannon Busters on there. Even even you know SWAT Cats. If if SWAT Cats is a possibility, we would love for that to be on Toonami. And here's why, because Toonami. And I, you know what? Not so much Toonami. We should say Adult Swim. Because Adult Swim's the one having the money to do these kinds of things. Adult Swim being able to produce these series and being able to put these in, as I've been saying and as people make fun of me, the library, it's something that Toonami can pull from. It's also something that Adult Swim can pull from if they choose to play it outside of Toonami. But still... That's a that's a huge step forward. Now, here's the other here's the other reason too, and I'm sure you you'll, you'll agree with me here on this sketch. And Colt, you'll probably agree with me too, especially if you saw my tweets. We 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 now have Netflix going out and grabbing shows. Example: Seven Deadly Sins. They not only have the sub, but they have the English dub of it. Okay, and it's a next it's a Netflix exclusive right now. Okay. Hulu's getting a lot of shows too, mainly because of Neon Alley. And you know, who knows? Crunchyroll doesn't as far as I know, maybe I could be wrong sketch. Do they play English dubbed anime? Not too often, but know, yeah. it's it, they they do on occasion. I I, I kind of feel like Crunchyroll is kind of on, I wouldn't worry know, about a dub yeah, I'm, I'm not, on Crunchyroll. Yeah, I'm not worried about Crunchyroll. I, I kind of feel like they, Toonami and them kind of are hand-in-hand. Hand. Not like so much as in, you know... Oh, yeah, that's why every night during Toonami, Crunchyroll is like, hey, you like a comic of Kill and Parasite? You can watch them all right here, right now! Exactly. So I, I think Crunchyroll is all about Toonami. So I, I don't see them doing anything. But getting back to, like, Netflix, Hulu, and whatever goddamn online service decides to pop up in years to come these these are the enemy to tsunami because now they can start pulling from these animes and don't get me wrong animes are now flowing out of japan faster and faster but that being said there's no guarantee that tsunami will get shows because of that tsunami needs to go out and find these shows thank god for anaplex and thank god for sentai filmworks because those companies are like, we're all Toonami. You want show? Sentai is definitely all. Uh, I wouldn't quite go that far with Aniplex. They've put quite a few things exclusively on Netflix lately. Well, it seemed like they were kind of pro Toonami, but Sentai does. You have to agree with me on that. I mean, they didn't just. Well, yeah, Sentai. Sentai is like, we're best buds. Exactly. So, and, and I'm very happy with Sentai Filmworks, you know. Um,. But that's that's where I that's why I say that this is going to be the start of saving Toonami because we're not we don't know how many episodes of Samurai Jack they're gonna play. And let's say that they at least ordered twelve episodes. That's gonna spread over, let's see, four weeks per month. Three months, roughly. Three months. So let's say and 
obviously I think the first season is going to be good. You know, let's say they go 24 episodes. That's another three months. And let's not mention that there's going to be time in between that. So whenever Samurai Jack starts, you're going to have it new episodes for three months, probably a break and replay those episodes and then new episodes again. Let's just, let's just say that you're looking at at least a year of content out of Samurai Jack. That's, that's pretty good. I wouldn't say it's at least a year of content. Well, it, it's, I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll replay Samurai Jack for sure. But I mean, as far as new content goes, it's, it's three months. And then freshness wise, you would get, you could squeeze another airing out of that and probably still do pretty well. Right. But, and let's add one more thing. Oh, excuse me. One more thing to this though. Sketch. Doesn't this vote well for these other, for these series, like these kickstarted series too. I'm not saying that it's a, a little bit. It does. It, now not, this, not this much. is the thing about this movie. This is entirely unprecedented. It, as far as reviving a show that was intended for all audiences and, and putting it on an adult block. The only other real example is what they did to Ren and Stimpy. And the less said about that, the better. Exactly. <laughs> and I guess uh, Ripping Friends went from Fox Kids to Adult Swim. But as far as reviving an action cartoon that was intended for all audiences and moving it to an adult block with new episodes, mm. that has never been done before. Yeah. That is huge. This this is a game changer, a industry shaker. If it does well, very good things can come out of this. Exactly. Because this this is something that in the bucket list of things for Adult Swim to do, this is one of the things that I begged Adult Swim to do at some point in their existence. Produce an original action cartoon or a new season of an original action cartoon that is not primarily a comedy mm -hmm. that is something adult swim has never done without making it a japanese co-production well this is what? amazing it is so it's not only it's not only something that saves tsunami but it's a game changer and it's something that is going to be very very interesting to see going forward because i think this bodes well for getting a show like cannon busters on and especially since, and I don't think we've talked about this much, but Cannon Busters is targeted for 15 plus. Mm, yeah, you have mentioned that. I times. have mentioned that. So, I mean, that right there screams Adult Swim all day long. The, the first thing. Hear that, that, those two genres ever. Yeah. The first thing that comes to my mind when I think of the potential of things following this Samurai Jack Unfortunately, the likes of Megas XLR and Symbionic Titan got written off. Well, I wait, sure no, 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 let me finish you. my thought. Let no, go me ahead. finish my go thought. Ahead. There are other things that could definitely be a possibility if Adult Swim believes in making action cartoons in America, such as hitting up Warner Brothers and being like, hey, make us a Justice League cartoon. <laughs> or make more Thundercats. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I would love yeah. To see that happen. I don't I'm think I don't sure remember that, that one got written off going. though. Yeah, well, I, I'm pretty sure it didn't get written off. People have been asking me about that. I'm like, I, I, uh, I don't I, think Thundercats got written off. The only ones that for sure got written off are Megas, Symbionic Titan, Beware the Batman, because yeah. they admitted. 
that it got written off. Let me explain to folks really how this kind of works. I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but what it seems to be the case that if a show turned a profit, you can't write it off. If a show at least broke even, you can't write it off. If a show can't break even, then you get to write it off if you want to. And that is sadly what happened to Megas, what happened to IGPX, what happened to Symbionic Titan. And uh, unless there is a massive legal loophole, like with IGPX being a co-production, you're you're screwed. Well, but Samurai Jack is a series that ran for many years, made money, and was successful overall. So they were able to bring it back. But even uh, pretty much any show that broke even, you're not going to be able to write off. So I don't know the status of Young Justice and Green Lantern. I don't think they got written off. But Beware the Batman was a show that seemed to be Warner Brothers taking a loss all around. There were no toys except for maybe a couple of collector's toys. They didn't release it on home video until it was well on the air and Cartoon Network buried it. Yep. So, yeah, they didn't make any money on Beware the Batman and it was an expensive show to produce. Right. So that's why it got written off. Uh, Thundercats may have gotten written off because the toys didn't sell and it was also expensive to produce. But right. I gotta believe that if they managed to produce two seasons of Young Justice, it couldn't have gotten written off. No. Uh, okay, that, that's where I was going, too, is I think Young Justice could have a chance of showing uh, back. Oh, man. It could. It, it very well could. But Young Justice, the the earlier episodes never even aired on Toonami. Right. So I don't think that's necessarily where they're going to be looking for and their first DC animated series to to air on Toonami. They, it would be more along the lines of, hey, uh, get together all the people that did the original Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, and make right. new episodes of that. Well, I, I could more likely see that happening because that's where the nostalgia is. But at the same time, I don't necessarily want that. I mean, that storyline had an ending of sorts. <laughs> what I want is a new universe that's really well done. I just want a good DC cartoon. Yeah, I mean, I want to see, like, I I do think, because Jason never really said that Thundercats was written off. They said they just lost the rights to play it. So I think uh, Thundercats could be a possibility. I think that would be a good idea just because, you know. It did well. It it, it did really well. It It did surprisingly well. And also... Tsunami began with Thundercats. What other what what best what better show to get more another season or two of than Thundercats? I mean, it, it makes sense. But let's let's go another step further. That that would lead to even SWAT Cats Revolution coming back. SWAT Cats Revolution coming on to Tsunami because you know here's another series that did well on Cartoon Network that could possibly you know. If Samurai Jack does well, they may sit there and go, well, we hear this SWAT Cats revolution. Why don't we talk about that? That's a, po- that's a bigger possibility. Certainly a possibility. But the, the point I'm leading up to, especially with, with using SWAT Cats revolution, 
in their contract, they had put in their contract that they could do another TV series. I'm wondering, and I don't know this for sure, and I'm just putting this out there because Gendy has talked about uh, Symbiotic Titan a little bit, being like, yeah, I would love to bring that back somehow. I'm wondering if maybe in his contract he had that. Now, I'm not saying he does, and I don't know that for sure. Speculation. That's that's really something to speculate there because uh, Symbionic Titan was of sorts a co-production with uh, Gendy's own studio was Mm -hmm. Orphanage, I think. Yeah. So if it can possibly meet it through a legal loophole, I they might be able to do more Symbionic Titan. I think he would just, to be honest with you, I think he would just finish off the series because from what we've heard, and apparently he's, I think he's confirmed this, I could be wrong, but he has scripts written up for Symbiotic yeah, Titan. Yeah, yeah, he had several yeah. scripts. So, I mean, over. yeah, so I mean, that makes perfect sense to bring that back if they can. But again, who knows? I don't know. Yeah, there's know. there's a lot to speculate here, and it certainly opens up a can of possibilities <laughs> as far as our predictions for what else might come along in 2016. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we've talked about we've talked about you know Samurai Jack, like oh yeah, we would love to have them bring it back and have seasons, you know, have another season of it, but we never thought that that was actually a possibility. No, <laughs> not even a little bit. No. The very idea that a show that used to be on Cartoon Network would get repurposed for Adult Swim, much less one that was canceled over a decade ago, is it's unfathomable. It's insane. Yeah, cartoon Given Network. Cartoon Network's recent action hatred. Yeah. Just 2008 until now, basically. Well, just, just the words Cartoon Network Studio should blow your mind. I, it, it still blows my mind every time I say it. All I got to say about this is kiss the feet of Mike Lazo. He is an amazing man. (laughs) He and Gendy Tartakovsky are the reason why this show is happening. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Mike Lazo. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't know, he was the executive in charge of production for Samurai Jack in the Cartoon Network day. So he was like the guy who greenlit Samurai Jack in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, so kind of his baby in in a sense. Well, not as much as Gendy's, but yeah. Colt, you you came on here specifically to talk about this, so I feel like we need to give you some time to talk about <laughs> Jack. I was gonna let you rant as long as you needed to. I mean, no, I'm already good. I, I've already said everything that I wanted to say. So I, I'll start off by saying I haven't even I have not been this shocked about a tsunami announcement since they got Thundercats and Titan on the block originally. Mm-hmm. I'm honestly at this point, I'm just happy that it's back because the only problem I see with it is it's just, I personally just don't believe we're going to get the 1130 times slot for it. I, I just don't because I just feel you're trying to have Jack go up against family guy. And I've just seen the comedy ham and fist, even the later time frames outside of maybe like, 12 to maybe 1, 1.30. The stuff from, like, Bob's Burgers and American Dad have usually beaten the ladder in the block up until recently. I probably pinned that on Intruder, too, but... 
I'm just happy. I again, it's just like I saw that I just freaked out. It's it's. I honestly feel that we may finally be getting over the era of death, which started back in 2008 with the Secret Saturdays. Oh, I would agree. Huh? I agree. I would agree with that. I think and, I think we're starting to go that way. I mean, there's that and the fact that I don't even really know what to say anymore because you pretty much said most of it outside of the I don't believe we're going to get the expansion fall. I, I mean, I, I could maybe potentially see getting 330 for reruns. Mm-hmm. That'd be the best I could see because Jason said multiple times that they like where it's at. I'm more curious as to wondering um, how much... Or it, it, it would be more... If, if if they're working with Cartoon Network Productions and Adult Swim owns it, how was 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 anything that was earned from the shows prior to the announcement applied toward that? That's what I'm curious about because after various talks with Jason about the ratings and stuff, just from me saying something, him calling me on it, and the conversations that follow for those of you who watched my Twitter the last time this happened, most of the time they were beating expectations. This even includes Marathon. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious to wonder how much profitability they're actually getting off of this. Because the last time I was surprised by that sort of a ratings gain was when they was when I think it was the Anime News Network podcast that I never listened to, but they made the mention that like Black Lagoon and Helsing Ultimate got Kill a Kill, and I'm just like, really? That w- those two are like insanely late and mostly average to low. Mm, well, I I think that was more along the lines of showing that this content can be aired right yeah but it's more so along the lines of dis- that they were so different from each other if you're talking content wise oh uh, yeah but it, it's the extremeness of the mature content <laughs> and helsing maybe not so much black lagoon black lagoon kept it real helsing was just like yeah let's just go ahead and throw blood every single direction and not care <laughs> well, you know, I, I have to say, I, I see where you're going. I understand what you're saying, Colt, but here's the problem. Jason and them are going to try to continue to put show more new shows, more freshly dubbed shows onto Toonami. And the thing is, is that, you know, I- okay, fine. We do have, we do have Samurai Jack now, but I mean, honestly, I hate to say this, but unless they're going to move DBZ Kai, which I highly doubt they're going to do, it's got to go to 1130. At least in my mind, and I'm sure Sketch agrees with me. Here's the problem I see with that, though, Paul. If they're going to try and get more and more newer ones, something's got to get sacrificed. And if they're going to keep doing things like, you know, Parasite and that, but yet not move anything else, unless they mythically are going to try for an 1130 time slot with Samurai Jack, which I don't believe it'll be Family Guy in any way, shape, or form. Might get maybe higher than DBZ, but again, once Jack airs, which will probably be fall next year, we're not going to have Intruder 2, and my bet would be maybe the Resurrection F preview might have worn off by then. Depends. That one was kind of a bit of a weird one when the ratings boosted there. Oh, yeah. So, the problem comes down to, you're talking at best maybe we currently have an hour and a half. Depending on what comes after um, you're talking about You're talking about an hour and a half of like what people are actually watching, or... No, no, no. J- just an available time slot, basically. Right. 
because we have DBZ, Shippuden, and One Piece. Those aren't leaving. Well, more than likely, they're not leaving. So you have to sit there and look at it from, okay, unless they could get the extra time slots, which I personally doubt because Jason says multiple times they're happy where they're at. I, I While the Jack announcement is spectacularly amazing, it's basically Family Guy versus Jack. I'm going to go with the fat bastard on this one. Paul, how how many views did that Samurai Jack trailer have on Facebook? Uh, eight, eight million? Yeah. Yeah. Eight million? Well, yeah. That's probably combining shares and everything else and all the news. I mean, I mean, it's it's all over everywhere. So I mean, yeah. if you included oh. like all views from every single video of it being posted in different places, it's probably over fourteen million. Look, as far as Adult Swim originals go, a strong 0. 0.6, 18 to forty nine is darn good. Oh yeah. So if Samurai Jack could even get that at eleven thirty they'd go for it the the point is to have the attention be on the show it's it's their own production right they they'll still have two episodes of family guy probably on saturday they'll just move them a half hour earlier and, and you know here's even even a more important point we're, we're not even taught we, we haven't even added like gundam iron blood orphan into this picture here what if that what you got to understand something here colt what if that is introduced into this situation too i mean oh, that would get twelve thirty. that would probably get twelve thirty. you think that would get twelve thirty? you think that might not get like higher uh no, no. the only other There's... show i see getting ahead of, of uh, midnight is attack on titan getting a broadcast dub <laughs> Yeah, that I like we we all think Gundam is a really freaking big deal, but Adult Swim management would be like, oh, yeah, you can play Gundam at like 1230. Well, I Samurai Jack, their own original production that is going to get presidents that is going to get top billing easily bar none. This should be not even questioned. I because even if look. Whatever Jason and Gil say about how they like Toonami as it is, remember, all the changes that happen to Toonami are not their decision. True. When they got 11.30, it was not their decision. No. When they, when they got to 6 a.m., it was not their exactly. decision. Yep. They do whatever is required of them. They think they're if they're gonna get a, they're gonna get 11:30 back for Samurai Jack if not even more than that if they get Samurai Jack and Attack on Titan season two at right. the same time and you know uh, to that like you know they wanted you, you got to remember something here they wanted to just keep the repeating block and uh, to be honest yeah. with you I think I think that would have actually in some ways worked but for what Toonami is trying to do now, it, it's it's got to be it, it it can't work now. And for to be honest, you know the one thing I did want to say to Cole is you 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 don't you tend to forget that we also have the Toonami stream, okay? We have that Toonami stream now, so you know, yeah, we might not be able to repeat said series, but we can put it on the Toonami stream for a week. You know what I mean? Like we we have those options now. So yeah, but the options are personally would be dictated on on the means of the contracts. I mean, it depends on if the right. streaming rights are different than what the, right. the televised airing rights are. So they may be able to get those. Oh, it depends I, on how often they're able to do it. Right. 
I, I don't disagree with you. I, I'm just saying, you know, you have to look at this from this is like Sketch said. This is an Adult Swim original. Hell, you could technically say this is a Cartoon Network original too because it's being made at their studios. But either way, this should this is going to be one of their series on Saturday night that they're going to draw attention to. Oh, so, yeah, gonna and to be honest out. with you, I, be honest with you, I have said it before and I will say it again. I want Family Guy to lead. I want it to lead into Tsunami because look at what it does. Look at what that does to Tsunami. It gives us better ratings. And to be honest Double with you, Family Guy be a good, good thing for Tsunami. Oh, I mean, play at 9.30 at 10 and then boom, you're right into Tsunami. Perfect. I, I think it's getting hard, but that's me. I'm, I know Jen's been quiet, so what do you think? I'll throw it to you at this point. Yeah, we'll let you uh, talk real quick so we can get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Before we exhaust this too much. Well, I just yeah, think we... getting Jack back is fantastic. It's a great show, and it deserves to be rerun, but we're also getting new shows. That's just amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, who would have thought? Who would have thought that would happen? None of us. I was surprised they even managed to pull it None off. Of yeah. Exactly. Was, and and here's and just to finish this whole conversation off, Michiko and Hachin. Apparently, Jason's saying that nobody's doesn't know. Has nobody has said what it is yet. Now he could be he could be joshing us, so to speak, but if he's not, what the I hell? I guess is it's that? not Psycho passing Yorman gone. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> we'll have to wait till now. Like depends on when they're going to announce it. I mean, they could announce it on the final week. Depends on when they're going to do it for the pre-flight. I don't think, honestly, I don't think it's going to... I think it's going to be announced during pre-flight. I, I, I think that's going to be... Well, wait a minute. Pre-flight's on the 25th. Is that a marathon? That weekend's a marathon, right? That's the, the last one piece marathon. marathon. Okay, so that's the one last. piece marathon. So, yeah, they would probably... If they announce it on pre-flight, I think it will be the week before, not the Q&A one. Like, the Q&A one, they'll... Uh, They'll they'll want to have the Q and A one after that announcement so they can like talk about it. <laughs> well, assuming they have to sift through all the troll ask the troll questions, repeating questions in the same. Yeah, people, please, over. please don't, don't send them, them stupid questions. And don't Surely ask about shows. Need, yeah, yeah don't they, ask about shows. They they need a post up like. The, the freaking back again from the tsunami thing on like well, they, they, so just like they, please don't ask these questions they did say that when they update tumblr again they will do that so um but so, um, one last thought regarding samurai jack and that is that you know if you're gonna be playing a new season of the show you really ought to be playing the rerun somewhere and i think the ideal place for doing that would be at 8 30 after dragon ball z kai exactly which hopefully they do in January. I hope so. But currently, Oblongs is at 8 p.m. on Saturday again. <laughs> reasons. I don't... Why didn't they just go back to DBZ? I don't... What do you mean? But they, they say they're going to go back to DBZ in January, yeah. so whatever. <laughs> I don't I don't know what they're thinking. Now, we, we've heard a lot of you guys out there, obviously, on the day of when Samurai Jack was announced, and we've heard... From that day, a lot of your comments and everything. But if you guys want to talk, tell us what you think, you know, you can email us, podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Or the best way is using hashtag Tsunami Talkback. Let us know what you think about Samurai Jack. Is it really big or do you think it's eh, whatever? You know, we want to hear what your thoughts are. So let us know for the next podcast. But, uh, 
It's time to get the heck out of here. Yes. No ratings then? I haven't been listening. Uh, the ratings and the trending is up on TsunamiFaithful.com, so if you guys want to yeah. read those. We've been – because we're so behind, we we haven't been doing this because, you know, it just makes sense not to. I keep you all satisfied, and so does Anime exactly. Savior. So just, exactly. just stick to the websites. Yeah. I, I try and get the ratings up, hopefully, like, that Tuesday. Which you do, and I love you for it, and I won't kill you anymore, so – Yay! Yeah. Good, good about that. Yeah. So what I will say, uh, this the Parasite Marathon ratings, really good. Yes. Really good for. I was. That's all reruns. By that one, I was. Yeah. I was actually like, I, I was figuring more toward like the the comic account. It's like, well, probably well, Intruder Two did most of the work on that one, in my opinion. Well, it it did have something to do with it, but you know, mm. you, you have to understand something too, like. If you looked like I've been throwing polls out on Toonami News on the on the Twitter, and it's interesting. It's interesting that Parasite and Kill the Kill visually are tied. Now it's said that Kill the Kill won with votes, but visually they're tied for the best show of the year, the best dubbed show of the year. Like that's that tells you something right there. So I'm not surprised after seeing that poll. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. You know, I think Kill the Kill and Parasite were the two best shows that Toonami had based on polling. So, and people can't troll that because, well, you can only vote once. So, yeah, it's true. But, well, uh, you could have multiple Twitter accounts. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but and some have... of you do. Yeah. <laughs> Darrell. Anyways, um, <laughs> Darrell so, has two Twitter accounts? I, I didn't know that. I think he has, he has another one or two. Oh, but he's I'm, stalking I'm, people. But he doesn't use those unless he's trying to troll people, as far as oh, I, I, see. I know he used to. I, know being he used to. I don't that think he does sense. anymore. But yeah. um, let's get out of here. So, as I alluded to just now, you can email us, podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Give us your talk back. Give us anything you want to talk about the podcast. This is only for the podcast. Thank you guys for keeping it to that. I, I don't think we've seen anything other than that, right, Sketch? Yeah. Okay, so podcast at TsunamiFaithful.com is our email. Email us there. Uh, rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, you can listen to us on SoundCloud. Uh, all of our episodes that are on podcast.tsunamifaithful.com are, are coming from SoundCloud. So if it's easier for you to just listen to the podcast from our website, it pops up on your phone. And also you can get the SoundCloud app, which I do encourage you guys to do. So that way you can listen to the podcast each and every week as well. So if you have an iPhone, you want to do it off of iTunes, you can do it that way. If you have an Android phone, you can do it off of Stitcher or even off the SoundCloud app because it is available for Android. So I encourage you guys to do that because we want more followers. We want to get as many followers as we can. We, gotta, we want to get people listening to us and, you know. We need you guys to help us out. And there you can also download the you can also download the episodes. You can also uh, comment on the episodes, which we've been starting to see a little bit more of. Thank you guys for doing that. And uh, yeah, so again, that's SoundCloud.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Uh, you can like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Tsunami Podcast. And as always, you can tumble with us on Tumblr, Tsunami Faithful Official and as I just said, you can visit all – you can listen to all of our episodes from past to now, uh, podcast.tunamifaithful.com. And I know that for a fact because I've already updated all of them. So all the regular episodes are updated. They're, 
they are good. I'm getting to the exclusives. I'll hopefully do that over the Christmas break because those need to be updated on the website as well. So everything will be up hopefully by the end of the year. But the episodes are up there right now. And as always, real quick, you can donate to us, patreon.com slash podcast. We've talked about this in length several times. So if you can donate, please donate there. We have some prizes, and hopefully you can help us out because we want to do a lot of great things, especially in 2016. So please help us out if you can. But uh, that's it for this week's podcast. Colt, where can they find you, sir? You can just find me on Twitter at AmbientVirus. People retweet me and stuff like that, so you'll find me at some point. He's he's the, the virus from wherever. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, Jen, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tarzana, and you can also send me questions at AskFM at Tarzana as well. And hopefully you'll talk more. Yes. Okay, I'm a little rusty. <laughs> Sketch, where can they find you, sir? You can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984, on Tumblr, Sketch1984.tumblr.com. You can ask me questions on ask.fm backslash sketch1984. And if you have any comments or suggestions for the podcast, you can direct those to sketch at tunamifaithful.com or podcast at tunamifaithful.com. And Paul, where can they find you? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can find me on Instagram. It's instagram.com slash Paul Pascrillo. And you can ask me questions as usual, ask.fm slash Paul Pascrillo. I do answer questions other than Toonami, so don't be afraid to ask. And please don't ask me the same question you asked Sketch, Darrell, Jen, whoever else. Because <laughs> I've been seeing that lately. It's that like, happens a lot. Yeah, it does Well, you know, people can ask a question to multiple people at the same time. Yeah. Oh, is, is that a new feature, too? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Well. I think it's actually a very old feature. Is it? Yeah. Because I just noticed the whole thing where you could select people. You actually have to select people now. So, Yeah, I, you do. It's kind of annoying. Yeah, it is. Well, folks, that's it for this week's podcast. Thank you guys again, as we always say, for listening each and every week. We do this for you guys every week. So please keep listening. Spread us. Spread the sketch everywhere you can. And as always, <laughs> thank you for listening to Not Be Faithful Podcast. Peace. We're out. See ya. Kisses. 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 Ain't no deuces here. <laughs> <laughs>